Welcome back to Bacon Wire, an MSU sports podcast here on the Big Banter Podcast Network. Lucas, it's just the two of us today. Uh, Carter is unable to join us. And, old school. Yep, old school. We are here to put to rest the 2023 MSU football season. And I know what a lot of people are saying. I, I've seen it on Twitter based on the responses to some of my thoughts. Don't quit on these kids. Don't quit. Don't quit. You don't deserve to be here during the good times. Listen, okay? I watched the Detroit Lions when the head coach was Daryl Bevel. All right? <laughs> I'm not going to have my fandom questions. All right? I refuse. Yeah. So, you know, the season is not over. There's five five games left. Um, but for all intents and purposes, it, it's over, right? They're, they they won't be reaching a bowl game. They, you know, whether or not they win another game, I think is is largely dependent on on what the opponents <laughs> decide to do. Um, and, and look, right. This season was never going to be awesome, right? It's not like we were penciled in for the CFP and this is happening. It's not like 2016 where, you know, it was, there were some questions, but it was uphill, you know, it was, we were feeling good. Um, this, Effectively, the season ended when that Kenny Jacoby story came out. I mean, if you really want to get into the niche of it, that's when this season ended, and it it was only a matter of time before it got to this point. Um, yeah. You know, here, <clears throat> thoughts on the game? I have none. I don't care. It, it was, you know, that was just, it was what it was, right? There, you know. And all I wanted to hear after the game was Harlan, Alan Haller, somebody just go, we've let you down. We disappointed you. We are sorry. This is not what MSU football is. This is not what MSU football should look like. Right? Not a promise that it's going to get better. I don't want to, I didn't want to hear coach speak. I didn't want to hear any of that stuff. And if I heard that, maybe I'd be a little more conducive to continuing to to pay attention to, to the football team for the rest of the season. What does Harlan do? He goes up there, admits that he has been letting college kids come to meeting lates for over a month. Ugh. If you tell a college kid you can be late, they're not going to be like three to five minutes late. They're going to be a half hour late. Yeah. 45 minutes late. Like these are college kids, right? This isn't the NFL where, you know, these guys are, these guys hold themselves accountable. Like you still need to hold accountability here. Right. And, mm -hmm. and showing them compassion, right? You showed them compassion by meeting with each of them individually. You did not need to do that. That was an incredibly thoughtful gesture, and that was the only 
piece of leadership I've seen of I have seen out of Harlan Barnett in these five weeks was his dedication to meet with every player. And yeah, and we didn't even get we didn't even get the we fucked up. We got the we got we can still make a bowl game. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. You couldn't beat, you couldn't hold an 18 point lead against Rutgers. You're going to beat Ohio State or Penn State? <laughs> okay. Let's see it. No, no chance. I mean, they're not world beaters of teams, but like even they could put in a D effort against us and still win by three or four scores. Yeah. It's yeah, it a, a bowl game is not happening. I mean, unless we win in Columbus or at Ford Field and win Minnesota, Rutgers, or Minnesota, Nebraska, and Indiana, which um, Nebraska might be playing for a bowl bid by the time they come to us next Saturday. So they're going to have a lot to play for. And if we're two and six, then sure, I guess we have something to play for. But like, we're going to, it might get ugly, or it might, it might be one of those, it might be an Indiana 2022 type of loss. Um, but in regards to the Michigan game, the only thing I really have to say is I'm, man, it might be prisoner in the moment, but are we sure Caton's the guy? I, I, I liked what I saw out of Levitt's arm more than Caton. So, so here's where I'm at. Right. I might be I might be way too ahead of it, but that, that's kind of been brewing in my head since Saturday night. Here's my thing, right? You're gonna have to you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go all out to keep one of them. Mm-hmm. Right? You have to keep one of them. And then you can you can fill out the room with the portal. <laughs> But it should be full steam ahead to keep one of them. Honestly, yeah. like you're right. I, you know, Hauser's arm um, did not did not look did not look as lively as I think a lot of us would have liked it to. Mm-hmm. But again, his offensive coordinator makes makes one point three million dollars, and calls in calls shotgun handoffs on fourth and two that's what the (laughs) like that's what we're dealing with here maybe once under a new staff you know a new a new training regimen something to improve maybe he does get better he's a retro freshman he's only 19 there's still room yeah right out of the box i think out of the box i think levitt's probably a little more complete but that also means it's going to be harder to keep because a lot of teams are right. going to be coming after him. So, you know, I, I do think that the full court press to keep one of them has to start now. And whether that's with the promise to be the starter next season, um, whether that's, you know, an NIL deal, whatever that is, right. That that needs to be, that needs to be the, that needs to be the concern now. Um, I'm ready to. I'm ready for the program to be burnt to the ground and rebuilt. At this point, honestly, I me too. 
I know people want to keep Courtney Hawkins on the prospect of of keeping Nick Marsh. Nick Marsh is already gone. He's taken an official visit to Colorado. He is gone. Okay. So at this point, retain the guys you feel are worth containing. Chance Rucker, Jordan Hall, Dylan Tatum, Jane Mangum, Keaton Levitt. Um, yep. You know, uh, Gino Vandemark, Ethan Boyd. And focus on those seven, focus on those eight. <clears throat> Try to retain everywhere else. And, you know, just the donors got to give the next coach a war chest to go portal hunting because, you know, there's going to be more attrition. Simeon Barrow entered the portal today or yesterday. Keyshawn Blackstock is is in the portal. It's going to, which we don't have to deal with Tino anymore. So, you know, (laughs) blessing and a curse. But yeah, I just want this program. I want this program burnt to the ground. I, I I don't know if this is possible, but I want another uniform refresh next year. I don't want any. I want all remnants of that pervert eradicated from the program. I don't want to call Spartan Stadium the woodshed anymore, even though it's been around before him. I don't want to do it anymore. The deep end, keep chopping all that shit. I want it purged. I want to give this program Mel Tucker chemo. That's what I want to do. I want to burn this fucker to the ground, and I want to build it up in the next coach's image. I, I can't. This it it's over. Okay, this isn't rock bottom. Lose getting blown out by Indiana. That's gonna be rock bottom. But this is it's over. This is when it's over. I agree with you. I'm I'm ready for a complete refresh, and I I do like the black jerseys though. I do like them, but we're never gonna forget forty nine nothing to them. We're never gonna forget it. Um, but it yeah, like the woodshed. I didn't even know that was a nickname for the stadium until twenty twenty one, and I could do without it. So let's just go back to calling it Spartan Stadium or like the land of Sparta or something, you know, like something cool like that. We could, we could find something. And, you know, I don't, at this point, whoever the next coach is, and it better be someone good. Yeah. We need to build it around their image. It's like uh, when, like when D'Antonio took over in 2007, we had brand new jerseys. They kind of went back to, if you look at, if you look at them, they kind of went back to what Duffy had in the '60s, except a little more lively, n- newer. Yeah. And then, obviously, three of the fourth year of his tenure, we got the whole rebrand and everything. But maybe it's kind of time for another rebrand. You know, like a new logo, a new font—not new logo, but like a new font. You know, or go back to basics. Go back to the old Coach D jerseys because I really like those. I don't know it. The Joker says in Batman 1989, this town needs an enema. This this program needs a complete enema. Like, the biggest enema you can find in stores. It, the, I think we're already at rock bottom. Losing 49 nothing, the worst loss in Spartan Stadium history. In its um, 100th year. 
in its hundredth year, we could have very easily lost that game seventy nothing. I mean, yeah, Harbaugh kept running the offense, but like he pulled a lot of his guys like mid third quarter. That if he kept JJ in, JJ probably has seven or eight throwing touchdowns. Yeah, like that's not even that's not even exaggerating. That's probably what would have happened. Right. But, it's ugh. it. It's like um. It's like at the end of that South Park episode where Stan becomes a hockey coach. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. <laughs> like it. It's. It's not. It's over, right? The season's over. That's really the only thing I can say. It ended when we when we got whooped by Washington, in my opinion. It ended when that it ended when that USA Today story came out. But I think for sure sealed the deal when Michael Penix just torched us in that first half. Oh yeah, for sure. That's when it sure. felt like okay, this is going downhill pretty quickly. Um, yeah. And but you know the the one thing I'll say about Harlan. Right, and this goes back to the letting letting everybody be late for a month. <laughs> it's just like it's like you've been a coach almost your entire adult life. You played in the NFL for like I don't how long did Harlan play in the NFL? Like four years, three, four yeah, years. That, was, yeah, four or five years. Longer than a cup of coffee. Yeah. So. For all but five years of your adult life, I consider your adult life being either when you move out of your parents' house or when you graduate college. <laughs> like, for all but five years of Helen Barnett's adult life, he is, he's been a football coach. Yeah. And, and to, like, to think that a successful team is going to be run on the foundation of go ahead and be late to meetings. It's okay. Is, <laughs> is insane. Like by all accounts, this is Harlan Barnett's dream job. Yeah. Like this is the only thing he's ever wanted in his, in his life was to be the head coach of Michigan state football. And no matter how you got it, like you got to do a better job of trying to keep it than this, man. And you know what? It was always going to be bad, right? This season was always going to be disappointing. Okay, mm-hmm. I had them at four and three at this point. I think I did too. But it's the way the season has gone, right? It's the it's the blown leads. It's the it's the same mistakes happening again and again and again and again. It's the it's the fact that we can see in real time more and more of the team giving up. And not just entering the transfer portal. Like, you can just see, like, they're not going 100% anymore. Like, it's demonstrable on the field. Like, if you watch that Michigan game, and then you go back and watch the Washington game, they don't even look like the same football team. No. No. They, they're, they're making business decisions now. Right, and so this this brings me to the fan police aspect of this, right? <laughs> it, it, if you went into this game expecting anything different, 
and yelling at fans who who were telling you that it's going to be a blowout. You deserved you deserve Saturday, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Like that this is your this is your comeuppance for your stupidity. It is is what happened on Saturday night. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you continue enjoying enjoying to support to support the kids or whatever. And you know, I hope you enjoy uh you know, I hope this I hope this brings you I hope this game brings you joy when MSU is back and you get to say that you were there for 49 nothing. I I that, hope you not, get I hope you get something out of this sincerely because that's that's not you a should brag. be put on a psych hold. You should be put on a psych hold if you if you thought this game was going to end any different. The moment if I were at that game I sold my ticket. If if I were at that game the moment I might have considered walking out was that excuse me, oh man, halfback run on fourth and two. That might have been the moment where I said, you know what? I had a fun day tailgating. I'm just going to end it with that (laughs) and just walk out of the stadium. The Jerry Seinfeld, I'm good. Yeah, Um, I mean, that's probably the time I would have, that's that's when I would have walked out too. But like we see, we saw that video of that one guy who was like, "I was here at the very end." Like he was here when the stadium was empty. I'm like, "Okay, cool, good for you." Like, I would not put myself through that torment. Like, I that's, wouldn't. That's, I wouldn't stay in the stadium. I wouldn't stay in that stadium after halftime for a billion Spartan fun points. I'm yeah. dead. I'm dead serious. If there were any MSU fans who were there at the final whistle. They should get lifetime season tickets. I'm dead fucking serious. Good call. Because not only are they like masochistically dedicated, but they obviously have nothing better to do. And like the income they'll save will maybe get them a secondary hobby. So we're going to give our boy Mac Wells uh, lifetime se- or season tickets. Mac Wells deserves lifetime season tickets because he's Mac Wells, not because of anything yeah. else. Not because but he, I saw that tweet where he stayed to watch the band play. I'm like, oh, man, you, you are a trooper. He's like, you are one of the most brave people I know. It, yeah. yeah, I'm. Oh, look, I'm going next week to Nebraska game. I'm going because I probably won't be able to sell my ticket. <laughs> and you know, it's a noon game, so I can get it over with. And that's it, a game that we have a shot at winning. But, you know, I'm going just for the atmosphere to be with Ryan and Mitch and the boys one more time. Before, you know, because we got the Penn State game taken away from us. And am I – I'm nervous about it. I mean, but I'm not – I shouldn't say nervous. I'm just apathetic. Like, do I think we can win? Yeah, but, like, I just – in my heart of hearts, I know we're going to find some just horrific way to blow that game. We're going to be up like 10 points with a minute left and blow it. It's, it's, it's just going to – I have no optimism about this team, and it's more so the coaching staff than the players. But 
I just don't have any optimism in them doing the right thing. And oh. it's step. It's it was it was. Rutgers was the thing that cemented it, and and obviously Michigan. The, some of the decisions there didn't help. Excuse me, but you're losing that game by four or five scores, regardless of how good you are this year. And especially because there might be extenuating circumstances with Michigan, but I'm not using the, the the allegations against them right now when it comes to us because we're pretty fucking awful. And if you do need to, if you need to steal our signs in advance to beat us, then maybe you deserve to have your wins vacated. But it's just so. And I, you know, I sat through the John L. Smith years. This is it. Never got this bad. He never went two and ten. I think the worst. I think the last year when he was got four and eight. Four and eight. Yeah. Which. That's on the high end for this year. Three and nine is is going to be lucky. Even I think we might. I think two and ten is happening, but I hope I'm wrong. But I just have no confidence in this team and this coaching staff to make the right decisions. Right. It it it's like the it's like the the remember the Titans quote. Right. Attitude reflects leadership. And when the leadership is letting guys roll into meetings late. That kind of shit's gonna trickle down. Yeah, you know there are other ways to show compassion than just like letting kids walk all over you. Meeting with them one on one, holding team bonding exercises, just speaking honestly to them about what's going on. Yeah, I mean they all know they're dead men walking. So just explain it to him, like, hey, you know, more than likely we're all going to be looking for new jobs this offseason, but, you know, we're here for you. Yeah, you have a duty. When you, when you become a football coach, you're paid handsomely for it, no doubt, especially these assholes. But, like, you have a responsibility as, like, guardians to these young men. And, like, these guys have failed them on mm-hmm. every level. And like that's honestly the worst part. It is. It's it's disheartening. And it's not a good look. Like, say this team finishes 0-10. Any of these coaches, you know, they're people are gonna look at this year on their resume and be like, whoa, well, you know, how big of a part did you have in that two and ten? You know, like Harlan Barnett, he'll probably get another coaching job somewhere, but like there's going to be people looking at it, and with all the shit going around this program right now, you know, just the, the optics of it, nothing like we're doing wrong NCAA-wise or anything, but, like, just the dumb looks, the dumb shit we're doing. People are going to say, like, well, you know, he was there. He led the ship when Michigan State lost 10 straight games to end the year. You know, it's it's going to be hard for these guys to find jobs. And if they can just... Talk to these kids and go, hey, we here for you, like uh, Tom Wamsgans. <laughs> Tom we, <laughs> we, we here for you. Um, tell, I would just tell them, look, we're probably not going to be here in, in a month, probably about a month from now, um, month and a day maybe. But, you know, we're going to do our part to try to support you as much as we can. 
get you a good name if you want to go in the portal and if you want to stay we're gonna we're gonna say you know our truths about you but like say you know what you can bring to the program and like if you stick it through i would imagine the next coach is going to respect that but you know the next coach might say kick rocks <laughs> so well, here's the thing the time to do that was september was in september it, it's yeah. too late it's too late it they don't they don't respect they don't respect harlan they don't respect the staff um they're they're just doing whatever in in going through the motions and in in preventing injuries and you know what that's fine and mm-hmm. and it's just like i don't know we're just like, not we're not dedicating any more time here on bacon wire to to this program as it's currently constructed we will talk about msu football again when the next head coach is hired and these are my closing thoughts on the matter so if you have any closing thoughts feel free to share them but look i'll always love msu football okay college football was my first love it's foundational to me it's foundational to my to the way I look at the world, it's foundational to my relationship with my father. And it's, I'm at a point with MSU football this season where it's just not worth it anymore. Like, I watched every game of that 3-9 season. I watched every, I watched the Red Box Bowl. Okay? <laughs> like, I don't need to prove anything to the fucking fan police anymore. Okay? I'm I'm blood in blood out. But I just it's it's just not worth it anymore because there's no there's no trajectory for this program right now. There is none. That is, everything is going to be reset in a month. There is there's nothing to glean. There's there's no point in getting excited over young guys because they might not be here. It's just, it's a disaster. And rather than, rather than watch a disaster unfold on the football field, I'm going to like do stuff I enjoy, like watching good college football. Or, you know, I'm going on a golf trip this weekend with my friends. I'm going to be golfing. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You want me to watch MSU Minnesota on the golf course? Fuck off. Go fuck yourselves. Um, you know, I'm not gonna pay any attention to them because this is probably the first great basketball team we've had in five years. Like legitimately great. They deserve praise. You know, I'm not a massive hockey guy, but fuck. MSU hockey is going to be on ESPN Plus this Thursday and Friday. Yeah, big, I'm, big, big moment for the program. I'm going to check them out. Why not? Um, yeah, I'm going to try to remember to watch them. Um, well, sorry, I'll let you finish. I love MSU football more than a lot of things in my life, but you know, obviously, things have happened to me this year where it's put put things into perspective you know i i want to spend more time with my family 
you know, my, my friends, my family, my brothers, my sisters, my partners, but like, you know, I, I'll still watch them. I will, but like, I'm not going to invest all of my emotions like I used to anymore. And even when I went to the games this year, I barely invested emotion because it just felt like this season wasn't going to be that ideal. And with everything that happened, it kind of validated my thoughts. And, you know, I've sat through so many awful games. I've sat through so many awful seasons. And with the fan police, yeah, you can eat a dick. You do not get to talk to me about how I criticize certain players or coaches. You do not get to talk to me like that. And if you think you do, shoot me a DM. I'm willing to talk about it. But you won't like my answer. I This season sucks. It's the worst season I think I've ever seen in my time as a sports fan and MSU fan. Not think it, it is. It's worse than John L. Smith. And um even at D'Antonio's worst, his three and nine, they were a competitive three and nine. And I know that's pretty stupid on the surface, but if you look at how many games they easily they lost by such narrow margins and competed with like Ohio State, who was like in the playoff that year, and Urban Meyer had a really, really good team. They were a two-point conversion away from winning that game. And, like, these guys just don't compete. And I blame the coaches more than them. I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to go after some – I've gone after a couple players. It's hard for me to go after most of these guys. But, like, I'm just ready for, for a total cleanse of this program, top to bottom. You know, the players that you mentioned, yes, they can stay. I'm just, I'm done investing all of my emotion and energy into these guys. And I'll go to the games. Like, I'll still get season tickets unless it's like, unless we hire Pat and Arduzzi or some bullshit, then I probably won't get tickets again. But this is the most important hire in the program's history and possibly the school's history. And I just don't have optimism it's going to go our way. I'm starting to think that more and more. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope this gets clipped when, you know, it's not going to happen, like when Urban shows up or, you know, Mike Elko shows up. But I just don't feel good about this program anymore. And I just have a feeling the board's going to make an awful hire and we're going to be set back another decade. So if if you if you're a fan that's like Spartan Dogs age, because we're about 10 years apart, we're a little over 10 years apart, you know, Go out with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever and have fun. Go on a golfing trip. Have fun. Or if you're my, you know, it doesn't have to be just my age, but like, you know, spend time with your children, your your wife, your husband. Don't, it's just, it's just a game. And I know it means more than that to a lot of us, but like, just focus on the basketball team. Like SD said, this is, this is the best team we've seen since easily since 1819 and the ceiling is even higher than that. So let's just enjoy them. I'm done. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and you know, based on everything else that's gone on around MSU this weekend, we didn't even talk about Hitler. <laughs> we just didn't oh. even, 
just didn't even didn't even bring up that Hitler that Hitler was that that they put up Hitler on the jumbotron on a trip like a third party trivia that we didn't even get permission to use. They downloaded a YouTube video. Some <laughs> some brought some whatever they whatever what whoever they have running ripped a YouTube video and just <laughs> put it up there. Someone got fired over that for sure. Oh, uh, it's like the nerds in the Simpsons. I sure hope someone got fired for that blunder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Holler, uh, uh, October 21st, 2023, uh, you uh, ripped off a YouTube video with a picture of Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so good. Uh, I, and, and, it's like, and again, it's, the, the MSU, sorry, sorry, Lucas. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And once again, the MSU Board of Trustees show their asses to everyone who will look at them. Fucking stupid. It's just like we it's it's like we it, we're MSU is literally that goofy meme, I'll fucking do it again. Like in it, terms of embarrassing ourselves, like Mel Tucker, like you know, they make I made a Mel Tucker joke today and I'm like that can't hurt me man he's not our coach anymore like that's something I don't care about anymore that was also like, like six scandals ago yeah I'm like that was six weeks ago man that's that's like years ago in the news cycle um like Hitler the board of trustees it's just and then like you know Harlan Barnett saying oh let the kids be late to class and I'm sure there's there's going to be something else next week, and, and you know it's just it's literally like someone has a foot on our balls, and we just keep going. You can't hurt me, and then we just they keep stomping on the balls, and it is literally the goofy meme. I'll fucking do it again. The board of trustees is the goofy meme because like that one lady, it's found out that she just is trying to get take advantage of all the situations, and then another one, another lady says, "Well, I'm calling for her removal." And then they do this whole back and forth. It's it's literally the, the goofy meme. Just they're constantly doing it. They'll fucking do it again next week. And it's gonna be the ultimate I'll fucking do it again when we make the wrong hire because of the board of trustees. For sure. Um, do we do we want to talk about Michigan or not really? I don't I don't care. Yeah, I we'll we'll talk about it um shortly. Um every new detail that comes out is fucking hilarious like <laughs> they, they they literally pulled wolverine devotee and got him a job like that's literally what this is about michigan football like they're gonna get i it's not gonna happen but they could get the death penalty in like the funniest fucking way yeah they, i mean they're going to get vacated wins. Vac wins will be vacated for sure. Oh yeah, that's like oh, again, it's it's going to happen. The fan base should be in the mud right now, <laughs> but it's just been three days of nonstop reporting about this fucking about like Michigan's version of Johnny Spirit. <laughs> like everyone this... in the fan base hates this fucking guy. Like yeah. at least some people like like devotee or tolerate devotee they all fucking hate this motherfucker it, it was so funny seeing the mgo blog post where people like dude just get a fucking job 
Like he just kept. Be careful what you it. wish for. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> oh my god! It's it's gonna end in a really funny way, but like I don't. It's so funny how Michigan fans are like, "This is a nothing thing." I'm like, "Well, you're piling up a lot of shit that's under Jim Harbaugh's watch at the end, and you know what's going to happen. Jim Harbaugh's going to issue another statement saying he was not made aware of this, even though it's in the budget for football. That's what's that's the smoking gun right there. Is that they they budgeted this shit out, and it might not have been Harbaugh doing it, but Harbaugh's not going to get fired. There's going to be someone in the program that randomly gets fired for it that'll take the blame. Well, that person and, might have already gotten fired. That person sure. might have already been fired. Yeah. The, this might be the computer access crime. Oh, yeah. Remember when we thought it was something uh, way worse? Yeah. <laughs> My, it might. I remember when that was floating around. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> um. With just the funniest shit with his Venmo, like GA, Georgia. <laughs> like, dude, the job of covering your tracks up. Make a fake Venmo name. Make a fake Cash App. I found him on Cash App. Make a fake <laughs> Cash App Cash App name. I just, just make your see- Venmo transactions private, my man. Yeah, like it's literally it, Venmo's literally like a social media network where you trans where you can transfer money to each other, like. Dumbass, the dumbass didn't see like, oh, people can see that I sent uh, another quote unquote recruiting intern, Doctor Evil quotes, um, money for the Georgia for Georgia or GA, and then a day later it's the Georgia Ohio State game. Like, this is the dumbest guy. The the book is going to be amazing on this scandal. It's it's the book or the documentary is going to be like I can't. I already cannot wait to watch it. There's going to be so like I can't wait to what comes out tomorrow. It's like it's like the athletic or all these and these all these people like got this giant story. And they all split it up because like the new I think the Washington Post had something, and then the New York Times and then the Athletic had something. It's like. They're all kind of sharing. Okay, who who's going to release the next dumbest thing on Thursday? I, I can't wait to see text messages about this because you know those are coming. Oh yeah, like we're we're, we're going to see text messages of Connor Stallion going, "Hey, coach, uh, we're go, you know we're going to uh, we're going to Georgia tonight, or I'm going to get tickets to the Georgia game." It, so I I love my favorite part. I'll let you talk in a sec. My favorite post about this was um i think it was ben stevens he said or someone said he's connor stallings is basically that guy from happy gilmore whose shooter pays to piss off happy yeah. and that like is this like oh i see a red lobster that's literally who michigan <laughs> but sorry okay go ahead yeah no i <laughs> it is um <laughs> It's crazy. Like this is, this is nuts. I mean, just, just absolute, um, absolute insanity. And and it's only getting crazier. 
we've yeah, only thought, scratched the surface. Right. And I thought it would be like, okay, like we kind of know what we know now. Like we just kind of, now it's kind of over. It's like, no, yeah. now we find out that like Michigan, we just like this Washington Post piece was just published a couple hours ago. That coaches had access to a computer where they could bring this shit up. Yeah, they would they would film the games and download them to a server. And oh my god, people! I mean, Michigan fans want to go nuts about the Clinton email server. <laughs> it's like this is <laughs> this is that's we have a board we have a former board of regents snitching. We have like this is this is nuts. All I need is a video. All I need now is a photo of Connor Stallions in a wig. That's all I yeah. need. All I need is a PDF downloadable copy of the Michigan Manifesto. That I mean, needs to be made available tomorrow. I will. I will read the entire thing. We need. We need to see that thing. Yeah, you know what? Like the state news, like offered to do like a FOIA thing with the Michigan Daily, and <laughs> instead they shitted their pants about about a touch football game getting canceled. <laughs> yeah. It's like. We could have had the Mel Tucker style guide and the Michigan Manifesto if you fucking morons had just said, yeah, let's do the FOIA thing. We could have had those. Oh, that would have been awesome. We can still get it. It's not too late. It is not, not too, too late. late. Make make the right move, State News. Let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's so, let's call up let's call up the Michigan Daily. Kiss and make up, and let's get this over with. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So no, uh, you know we're um we're gonna um we're gonna end it here. Um, you know we'll talk basketball next week at the time we're recording. They're at halftime with Hillsdale. Um, Xavier Booker hit a three. Ooh. Cohen Carr. Cohen Carr did a Cohen Carr thing. Oh my god. Um, and I mean they're whipping ass. So. What's the you know, score? Oh shit, we're creaming him. Yeah, I mean it's it's fucking it's it's Hillsdale. Um, there's gonna be no god. Those Hillsdale kids aren't gonna think there's a god after this. Uh, you know they play <laughs> they play Tennessee for charity on Sunday. That's gonna be cool. Um, hopefully, I get a chance to watch it. I don't know if I will. Is it on TV? It's gonna be on Big Ten Network. It's gonna be on Big Ten oh. Network proper. So. I can't wait if we lose that game to where the fan base just like freaks out. Oh yeah, like, that's sure. that's definitely going to happen. Uh, do you want to talk NFL real quick or no? I I could go without it, but I just wanted to ask. Yeah, I mean, getting swept by the Harbaugh is not fun. Um, <laughs> luckily, luckily they won't face a quarterback like um like Lamar the rest of the season. So, that might have been that might have been the toughest game left. And they play like they go to LA and all that, but like that might have been the toughest game left. Yeah, and they and they play the Viking. I mean, the Vikings are kind of they're, they're kind of coming back. They're, they're kind of figuring stuff out. They're, they're not. They're not complete ass. It, it's how funny would it be if Justin Jefferson misses the rest of the year and they make the playoffs? I mean, I, let's not get nuts. I don't think that's going to happen. But they're kind of. 
they have a very winnable stretch here coming up. They have a very, very, they have a very federal favorable schedule coming up. Um, you know, I think our toughest game the rest of the season is are the Chargers. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, I was going to say going to LA to play the Chargers will be tough, but that'll be off a bye. And it's Brandon Staley, so he's going to do something really stupid to lose that game. Right, right. So, or he you might know, even be fired. He might be fired by the time the Lions get there. That's that's true. That's true. Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not too perturbed um, by by any quarterback the rest of the season until you know until we have to play Philadelphia in the playoffs. Um, mm, yeah. But, play them in, you know, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been paying much attention. Can we get a Rams vibe check? I mean, I saw McVay had his kid, so you and McVay. JJ McVay. Yeah, JJ McVay. That's a cool ass name. You guys um, are in the dad. You guys are in the dads club together. You guys should exchange yeah. emails. I'll um I'll send them some onesies and all that. Um, hey, maybe Giselle marry him someday. Yeah, there you and go. That's that's my. That'll be like some creepy fifty-five. Well, we'll we're both like the same age. We're like. Oh, huge Rams fan! <laughs> it's like first it time be, I meet him. You would be like <laughs> you'd be like the manager in Ted. I, I'm close personal friends with Tom Skerritt. <laughs> See that picture, Sean McVay. <laughs> My daughter went on a date with his son. Uh, <laughs> are kind of where I thought they'd be. I'm not thrilled how they lost that Pittsburgh game, considering the kicker missed two field goals and extra point that. That field position that they gave up probably was the difference between win and loss. And um, I want them to go get Robbie Gold. That guy's sitting there looking for a job, and he's like one of the he's like one of the best kickers in NFL history. I I want them to go get him so badly. But they play the Cowboys this week, who are coming off a bye, and um, I'm kind of thinking that if they lose that game. I think on Tuesday night they're going to trade or Tuesday afternoon they're going to trade Aaron Donald. That's my prediction. I, I think they're going to trade him. But I mean, if they, I don't know, if they beat the Cowboys, they're four and four, and they're they're in the they're in the hunt, as Big Cat says, they're in the hunt. I mean, this season isn't great, but it wasn't ever going to be a great, an amazing year. It wasn't going to be a Super Bowl year or anything close. But like. I think McVay is doing actually a pretty good job coaching this year. They just don't have the talent. If that if that makes as much sense as I can, get it to. No, I mean you, you look. You went all out. You went all in. They did it. It worked. You got what you wanted. So you're just gonna have to. You're just gonna have to like ride this, ride this out until you're able to like reset. Yeah, and Stafford's balling out. Like he's playing pretty well. Like. He's throwing some picks, but I mean, he's making some really good throws. He's healthier than he was last year. He's making some good throws, and we found the guy to compliment Cooper Cup. I mean, Puka Nakua is fucking amazing. We call he's, um, we call losing in fantasy to the guy who has Puka Nakua in our league. We call it getting Puka'd. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like half the league has been Puka'd. I well, I thought for sure he and Cooper Cup would have a great day against the Steelers because the Steelers secondary wasn't the best, and Puka went off like what I think about a buck fifty, and 
I had an eight-leg parlay with – I just do yardage parlays. Like, I even go generous. But I put Cooper Cup at, like, 80 yards. I'm like, I think he can get 80 against these guys. He was the only leg I didn't win because he had 29 yards and was basically a decoy for Nakua. And I'm like, is that what we're going to have to deal with now? Is, like, the Sean Payton wide receiver fantasy football type of shit? Like, you don't know what receiver to start. Like, because Nakua had a really bad day when Cup came back. Like, he torched Arizona, and Nakua had, like, 30 yards. Like, that's what we're kind of seeing. But, I don't know, I think the Rams, I think after this year, that a lot more money gets freed up. So, they could rebuild pretty quickly, but I don't think it really happens until AD and Stafford go. As sad as that is, I think that doesn't happen until those two are gone. Yeah. Um, all right. Whatever. Yeah, good yeah. talk. Good talk. This, this where we'll end it. We're not talking yep. football anymore. Carter will be Again. back next week. We'll try to, we're going to try to get the crazies in here. Um, yep. Ryan and Tim, we'll do, we'll do a big basketball blowout. Um, Sweet. And yeah, until next time, go green. Go white.